Welcome to the Career Happiness Podcast. My name is Soma Ghosh. I am a careers advisor and a career happiness mentor. This is the second season of the podcast. So if you haven't already listened to all 26 episodes from season one, please go back and check out the list of episodes that are relevant to you. In this season, we'll be talking to more exciting and interesting guests. I'll be talking about job hunting and how you can get noticed more on LinkedIn and be more visible so that you can get a promotion and pay rise. We will also be looking at confidence, self-worth, and also how you can be career happy in relation to your health and overall well-being. So if you are looking for some inspiration in your career and you want to move forward into the next phase for 2020, please stay tuned and listen to the podcast. Are you being undermined at work? So this is a topic that when I'm working with my clients, it comes up quite a lot. And I thought this would be an appropriate episode to do for anyone right now who, um, you know, feels undermined at work pretty much. Um, I've been there. It's happened to me. But... (sighs) It kind of coincides with a blog post that um, probably will be out by the time this podcast episode um, is on the podcast around criticism. Um, Because that's another topic that comes up quite a lot in my client sessions. And when I mean criticism, I'm not talking about constructive feedback or constructive support that your boss, manager or colleagues give you in the workplace. That is should be part and parcel of your everyday working life i'm talking about negative criticism in the same way when you're being undermined at work and i'm going to talk through a couple of examples and kind of try and give you some advice and tips in this um podcast episode to help you with this it can be really really um not necessarily debilitating but it can make you feel as though you're not good at your job and i've had situations with clients where you know, they've said to me, Shoma, I've been in my field for 10 years, I've been in my field for this number of years, and I still feel like my boss doesn't believe in me or my manager isn't giving me enough work. And when they are giving me or giving me the work, they are undermining my own abilities or they're giving it to somebody else. And oh, it really, really does frustrate me, I have to say. Um, there are a couple of things that I'm going to suggest that you can do to help improve this situation but before I get into that I want to really really go back to criticism for just a couple of minutes so you know this negative criticism that I was talking about when you read the blog post I'll put the blog post hopefully in the show notes once this episode goes out so you can read it and it was inspired by a video that I did some time ago around um, how to handle criticism in the workplace because they both do link with being undermined um Because it was just a question that I kept on getting asked. And I feel like criticism um, is also around your personality as well. And some people 
don't handle it very well because of past experiences or because of trauma or because of other things that have happened to them. I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't be able to take on board feedback. Of course you should. If you want to advance in your career, if you want to, um, you know, change jobs, you want to do different things, feedback is essential for you to grow as an individual in your personal development. But where it becomes an ongoing issue is if that person is making it personal towards you or if they don't even give you any support on what you could do to improve something. So a couple of examples could be that maybe you've written a report or you've done a piece of work or a presentation and it didn't quite come across in the best way or, you know, there are a couple of tweaks or there were things, um, if you work in technology, that substantially were missing from those pieces of work. You know, in a lot of these cases, I've heard stories where people have done substandard work and it's resulted in them losing their job. But this is not what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about like in terms of minor um, kind of uh, issues within that context. And then the boss or manager actually just saying, this is a horrendous piece of work or this isn't good enough. You should have done this. You should have done that, dot, dot, dot. And when you read the blog post, you'll understand what I mean by this. You know, I've spoken about opinions versus criticism, because sometimes when people give very, very harsh um, criticism, it's actually mostly opinion based. And this is where a lot of people who feel undermined at work start to, you know, stop to project what the manager or the person is saying to them. So I'll give you an example of this, of what happened to me and then of a client that I worked with. The example with me is that I worked somewhere and um, what happened is, is that I was given feedback that um, I couldn't do a particular aspect of the job. And the irony was I I was new within this organisation and it was a new job and um, I hadn't even been told or taught how to do it. So I hadn't had any training in this particular area. So when I fed this back to the manager, the manager then realised there was a miscommunication. But before she was criticising me and she was saying, you're doing a bad job, you're lazy, you're incompetent, you know, I I thought better of you. And so I had to just really, really clearly say to her um, that actually you haven't told me how to do this. You've expected me to learn on the job, but there hasn't been any support from you either. And I had to be really, really stern about it. And in some cases that can happen. So I was beginning to feel really, really undermined. Right? That's an example for me that I went through. But I challenged my manager a little bit and I said to her, look, if I've not been given the training, how do I know what I don't know? I need help. I need support. And then she sat down with me and she went through all my questions and she got me the support I needed. And sometimes it can be difficult to have these conversations if you're in a new job. And that can happen to a lot of people when they're in a new job. They can feel a little bit like, "Mm, should I say something? Shouldn't I say something? But you always should. If you're uncertain and that manager, even if they don't feel very approachable, she was not very approachable at the beginning, I remember, you need to make yourself heard and you need to talk to them so that further on the line, you don't carry on getting undermined by your manager or by your team. Because that can make you feel as though you're not in the loop with everybody and you're not good enough. And so that's going to lead to dissatisfaction at work and you're going to just feel, you know, like you're not good enough. And nobody wants that. Nobody wants that in the workplace. 
Another example I want to give you around this is um, I worked with a client of mine some time ago who had been in the same role for quite a significant number of years and she was doing a lot of the senior work but she wasn't getting paid for the senior work and then when she asked her manager and boss and the senior people could she apply to specific roles where people were leaving people were not giving her the opportunities to do so even though she was already doing that work even though she was already doing a lot of those tasks and she was working within the healthcare industry and she was beginning to get very, very frustrated and she felt incredibly, incredibly undermined. And being undermined at work could mean different things to you. I'm giving, you know, very broad examples here. Something that's happened to me, something that's happened to my client. I don't want to go into lots and lots of different examples, but some of the feelings that you may be feeling, it's already I've mentioned that word frustration, you may be feeling a bit angry you may get a little bit upset. You may start to feel imposter syndrome. So, you know, what the heck am I doing here? You know, I'm not good enough. I'm an imposter. You may even start to question your ability within that job sector and the job role. So the other thing I want to say around this as well is when you are undermined at work or you're not appreciated and you feel like your boss or your manager or your team doesn't see you as a valuable asset, <laughs> the other aftermath of this is that if you really used to enjoy that field of work if you really really like what you do you can start to look at your work and you can start to think actually this job isn't for me when actually that's actually not the issue the issue is is the environment that you are in and the kind of um, messages that you're getting from people because what tends to happen as well and this goes back to toxic work culture a little bit as well is that if you see your manager being negative and constantly giving you negative negative feedback, you may then see a pattern of other people being like this in your workforce because they're getting negative feedback, they're getting um, undermined at work and they're not getting valued. The other um, kind of implications of this could be that when, you know, suppose you're a parent or, you know, you're a caregiver to somebody and you have additional responsibilities or you're not feeling well, If your manager or boss is not allowing you to leave work on time and they're overloading you with work and then they take credit for your work, which I've spoken about before on this podcast, unfortunately it's happened to me, or when they do see you, they will call you out in front of everyone and they'll say, oh, you know, um, you, you did all this work, but you didn't do this. So they won't look at all the incredible work you do. They'll just pick out the bits um, that you didn't do and make emphasis on it to embarrass you, even though, you know, you've done a really, really stellar job. So, as I said, it can be a number of things. The things that I would look out for if you feel you're being undermined by um, a team member or a manager is the way that they speak to you, communication. If they're being very kind of subtly sarcastic or, you know, they're questioning you or they are saying things to you which you feel uncomfortable with, you will have a sense or you will know you're being undermined. If they're not encouraging you, if they're not being positive, and I'm not saying that, you know, you're you know going to do 100% great work all the time. We're human beings. We make errors. But if you do make an error or a mistake, go to your manager and talk to them and say to them, look, I made this mistake. Can you support me? What can I do? And if your manager is supportive, they're going to help you through that. But if you make the mistake and then your manager 
or boss or whoever it is shouts at you, then that's not going to help you feel valued and part of, um, you know, a healthy work environment. And this is why I'm talking about being undermined at work, because a lot of people who feel undermined feel really, really um, anxious and sometimes fall into the category of having to take time off work when it's really bad, when potentially they could be being bullied. So I want you to really, really think about this. And, you know, I always suggest to my clients and the people that listen to this podcast is to reflect on your feelings, write things down, journal about it. And the reason why I always say that it's because a lot of the time, the feelings that we feel, they are real. It's how we feel. But when we write them down and we reflect on them a couple of days later, we can then start to look at that and we can start to think, OK, am I exaggerating or is this an ongoing pattern? And if it is an ongoing pattern, then you need to reassess. And this is where I'm going to talk about some things that you can do to help your situation if you feel you're being undervalued and undermined at work. So the first tip that I want to give you. I've kind of given you a mini tip already in the journaling. But the first tip I want to really, really give you around this is that if you feel that you're not appreciated at work, if you feel you're not part of a team, because this is another thing that I hear from a lot of the women I speak to, is to reassess your entire stance of your positioning within that sector, within your career. So what I mean by that is, you know, I was talking about a lot of people think is actually the career that's the problem and not the job um what I mean by this is a lot of the time when you're in an environment that doesn't serve you you can start to think that you've chosen the wrong career and that and that's that's you know a reasonable thought there's nothing wrong with that but what I would say is that sometimes it isn't the career sometimes it is just the job so this is where you need to explore other options outside your field you know, I've mentioned before being a freelancer, um, depending on the type of work that you do, or just looking for another job or doing contract roles. So start looking for another job if you feel that you are not being appreciated where you are. I'm going to just quickly share a quick story with you that I'm going to be, well, I've actually kind of briefly shared it on my story. If you go back, you can have a look. And it's also in the my story episode as well, where I mentioned that I went for an interview somewhere. And I'd already been working there for a year, but I wasn't offered a permanent role. And um, the irony was they wanted me to carry on working there for another seven months, even though I hadn't got the permanent role because the person they picked for the permanent role um, wasn't available at the time. He was on a contract. So the irony is, is that they still expected me, but I knew that I didn't want to stay there. I knew I wanted to get out of there as soon as possible. So I got another job. And this is also an example of being undermined at work. So this is where you need to really, really think about if the patterns are not good, if that is the kind of situation you're in where, you know, you're a temporary member of staff and you went for a permanent and you didn't get it, but yet they still expect so much from you. Or, you know, you carry on producing great work, you carry on doing all this hard work and you're not appreciated, you're not valued, you're not respected as a team member. You know, you're not invited to um, particular drinks or events or you're excluded, even though your work was involved in that. This is where you need to come into your power and think, OK, do I have to tolerate this? No, I'm going elsewhere because if I'm not valued here, I'm definitely going to be valued somewhere else. On some level, you may think, oh, my God, that sounds like really like I'm being like overly confident um, and even arrogant. But no, 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 no. 
this is where I want to say to you, you need to step into your power of what you know you are good at. So if you know that you produce good work to a good standard on deadlines and that the criticism that you're facing or being undermined is actually, you know, with only a few people or the issue is, is that um, when you are being undermined, it's because you're not being valued in any sense. Go somewhere where it is going to be in line with your personality. So that's the first step or the first tip that I want to share with you. Get a new job. The next one that I would suggest if you're being undermined at work is to, and I've kind of already mentioned it, but I'm going to go into it a little bit more, is to have a conversation with the person or people who are undermining you or making you feel not valued. If you're a mum listening to this, I hear from a lot of mums who come to me that they feel like they're not being paid enough or they feel like um, the organisation that they work for doesn't value the fact that they have to go and pick up their kids or that they don't or they have to do this or do that. Bring up your concerns with your manager. And again, if your manager is not listening to you, if your organisation, if HR doesn't listen to you, you do not have to be there. You do not have to be there. And it goes back to number one. But have discussions and make clear, like the example, the story I gave you about what happened to me when, you know, they were expecting me to like know all these things and I didn't say that I need training now or say that I need knowledge around this so that I can do the job in a better way. Communicate. And that goes into the third one as well. Communication. I feel like a lot of the time um, and it goes back to what Haley said in her interview um, that I did with Haley Lewis you know a lot of the time the problem is around communication if you know that there is miscommunication or there's something going on you know write everything down and feedback to HR even go to them and tell them that these all the things that are happening can you support me what can be done and try and get more on board with that I feel like a lot of the time, a lot of people are really, really scared to voice their concerns and say what's really going on. And they tend to um, hide in the corner and they tend to not want to voice what's really, really going on. Because when you're at work, you're busy and it's easy for us to just be like, oh, yeah, we're just going to carry on working, but we're just going to avoid that. But what ends up happening is that may have a direct impact on your work. And this is the other thing around um, being undermined or undervalued at work, it can impact directly on you. And I'm not talking about the mental health aspects just here. I'm talking about the level of work that you do. So what I mean by this is sometimes if constantly you're getting an email, you're being reminded that you haven't done something or that you have done something, but it wasn't good enough, that's going to make you really, really feel like, you know, not great about yourself and your self-esteem is going to suffer and if you feel that from a mental and physical point of view being undermined and being undervalued is causing you to have you know health implications um I just I recently have just written a post on LinkedIn around sleep and this does link in with this a lot of people who suffer from anxiety and who, um, you know, start to worry about this being undermined at work aspect, don't sleep enough. So in line with that, when you're not sleeping enough, you're going to be more anxious. Your moods are going to be more heightened and you're going to be more prone to irritability, perhaps. And you're also going to start to feel like, mm, actually, maybe all these things that my team or manager are saying about me or when I'm being excluded or when people aren't talking to me at work or when I'm not feeling valued for the work I do, um, 
it's perhaps it's just all true and I deserve all of this and this is happening to me because you know it's where I am but no this is where you need to ask for support and I always talk about support on this podcast but as I said I don't necessarily just mean support from someone like myself as a career counsellor I also mean going to see a professional like a counsellor or if you do suffer from anxiety or your mental health is not that great maybe think about having some uh, coaching or therapy or something that is holistically going to work for you one of the things that really really helped me that I hope I can get this lovely lady on the podcast she's a good friend of mine but she's also my yoga teacher is to talk about yoga and the benefits of what yoga can do for you to help with stress to help with anxiety um, because it, it can be a really really powerful tool but if we go back for a minute to being undermined at work it is an ongoing problem it does happen but also it is also up to you to decide and take action on it so you know the tips that I've already kind of mentioned I mentioned getting a new job I've mentioned getting support um, I've mentioned talking and communicating with people about how you're feeling in general when you are criticized or when you're undervalued or when you're ignored or um, when somebody um, is perhaps not being very nice to you you can start to feel as though um, the world is slightly against you and your job isn't for you so that's the other thing I want to say as well. Really do assess whether the industry that you're in is for you. As I said, sometimes that cannot be the problem. Sometimes it can be the environment. But do assess if, if that's what you want to continue to do. Um, I mentioned in the career change episode about, you know, falling out of love with your career. And that can happen. That can happen because of circumstances like exactly what I'm talking about in this episode. But also it can happen because of life. And especially in the times we're living with the aftermath of covid I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast are, you know, going through being furloughed. For those of you who are going to listen to this in the future, you may be in a different position, but you still may have lost a job or you still may have seen the effects of, you know, the economic recession. And I do hope to do an episode at a later date around, um, you know, the recession and the economy, because I feel like that's really, really important and I want to do that. But I also just want to say to you towards the end of this episode that if you do feel that you're being devalued at work, if you feel your organisation is not listening to you, because that's another way of you not being valued at work, you can do things about it. The last point that I want to leave you with is that if you have this or if there is something going on in your life and your managers and your bosses and your company are not listening to you, you have rights and you can do certain things so do not be a doormat and just take it all. Make firm decisions about what it is you want to do. And I don't mean to say that in a harsh way. I'm speaking from experience here where I personally didn't do a lot of things. And um, I try and advise my clients to do the opposite of that because I want to really, really be a beacon of light for you guys. But also I want to inspire you to have better careers, have better lives. Because the career happiness mentor isn't just about career happiness. It's about overall life happiness. Because the more happier your own life, you know, I mentioned sleep. When you have good sleep, you concentrate better. You are more motivated. You are all of those things. So if we go back to, you know, not being appreciated in the workplace, it also goes back to the episode that I did with Lizzie Benton around workplace culture. Your workplace culture needs to be a good environment. 
there's a lot of stuff out there right now talking about productivity and how, you know, we're in this overwhelm of being online all the time. And that has an impact as well. And that can also lead to people feeling as though they're being devalued because some people, you know, may start to see that perhaps um, certain people are given certain tasks and other people are overlooked. So please, please, please do speak up on this. You know, it's just so, so important. But I really, really hope that this episode has helped you because, you know, this is me summarising quite a big topic. (laughs) It's kind of a little bit of a mixture of criticism and being undermined and undervalued. But please also go and read that blog post. If there is anything else that I think when this episode goes out that will be relevant, I'll put it in the show notes to help you. I'll also include some of the episodes that I have mentioned again as well. But the last thing I wanted to say as well towards the end of this episode is if you are somebody who is really struggling in your workplace or, you know, a lot of the calls I've been having lately are about um, the fact that people are reaffirming their goals, they're actually thinking about their careers more in a different direction, please do get in touch with me. I do have availability for one-hour consultations and um you know my website is being adapted and changed and there's going to be some new changes coming to that really soon so please 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 keep an eye out for that but yeah I just really hope this helps and if you have any questions you want to ask me anything you can always email me and I'll be happy to answer your questions but thanks so much for listening to this podcast thanks thanks so much for listening to the podcast It means so much that you listen to this podcast and if you think this has made a difference to your day, please share it with someone else that you know. If you haven't already, please leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much. If you want to find out more about the Career Happiness Mentor, please subscribe to our newsletter or email me. All the details are in the show notes.